0: in a different country can teach you a lot about life so today I want to talk about some stuff that I learned while living abroad let's talk about it all right mate and welcome to the Brit Speak pod the podcast designed to help you understand british life british culture and of course british english so let's get cracking hey mate how's it going today yeah I'm not too bad Thanks for asking and welcome to episode 33 of the Britspeak Pod, where today we're talking all about life lessons that I learned when living overseas. But before we get into all that good stuff, if you're new around here, nice to meet you, mate. My name is Dan. Please do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. I'd appreciate that. And if you're not new around here, welcome back, mate. Hope you had a good week. So today, then, we're talking all about what it's like Living in a different country to the one where you were born. I know quite a lot of you guys that listen to this are living in different countries. Maybe you're living in the UK or, you know, maybe you've moved to a new place and it's weird living in a different country and a different culture and living in a country where they don't speak the same language as you. It'll teach you a lot about life. And today's episode, there's not going to be much English educational stuff going on But maybe you can relate to some of these stories and hopefully you'll pick up some new vocabulary and stuff while we're at it. And maybe you'll even enjoy it. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a good listen. So, yeah, I've got a few notes that I've made. Uh, For once, I've prepared something. I'm not just talking off the top of my head. I've actually prepared a few notes about stuff that has changed in my life over the last eight years. If you don't know, I moved to Japan in 2016 to be an English teacher my life has completely changed in those eight, nine years since then. And I was thinking about it the other day, because uh, it came up in a conversation with one of my private lessons, like stuff that changes in your life when you live in another country. And I, I thought it was kind of interesting topic. So yeah, let's, let's delve into some of these thoughts that I've written down. The first thing that you will learn about life when you live in a different culture is that change is constant. And that's a good thing. Growing up, I always hated the concept of change. I didn't like it when things changed. It was never something that I looked forward to. Like change was considered a bad thing for me. But my mind has been changed. And that's a weird turn of phrase. But yeah, I've changed my mind about that. And now I understand that change is important. It's a good thing. But when you live overseas, it's constant. Like, it seems things change way quicker and way more frequently. So one thing that I noticed is that living here in Japan, people come and go all the time. Growing up, I always had friends that were always there. You know, we went to the same schools, we lived in the same villages, and they were always there. And I thought that's how life were. You know, you made friends when you were six years old, and you're still friends with them when you're like 30. Like, that's, that's how I thought life worked. But when you live in a different country, you realize that most stuff is really temporary. Like people come and people go, people enter your life and people leave your life. And it's okay that somebody's your friend just for a short period of time. And then life moves on. And that's okay. That's a good thing. I've got loads of friends that I met here in Japan that have either left Japan or I've moved to a different place and we've kind of drifted apart. That's life, is it? Before I used to really try and hold on to relationships and try and keep in touch with everyone as much as I could because I didn't want things to change. I didn't want things to end, but learning that it's okay that people come and go, that's how life works. is kind of something that lets me, I don't know how to explain it. It lets me enjoy that time a bit more because I know it's not forever and I know things will change. So it's kind of good. And speaking of change, another thing is like, you'll move around more probably. Well, I did anyway. Like when I lived in England, I basically lived in two different places and both of them were relatively close to the, each other. You know, I grew up in a village and then when in university days, I moved into the city and then back to the village, you know, and in 32 years, I think I moved house twice and one of them was back to the original house, you know, (laughs) so I didn't really do much moving around. In Japan, I've already lived in three different cities, so you tend to move around a bit more because everything's a bit more temporary. Jobs seem a bit more temporary, and, you know, you've got more opportunity to to move around. You're less anchored, I guess, especially if you move on your own. There's not much keeping you in that place. So, yeah, I mean, the ability to move around is quite useful. It's quite good, but it's also... As a person that doesn't particularly like change, it's been quite challenging for me. But yeah, no understanding that change is not a bad thing is one thing that I've learned about living overseas. The other thing that kind of changed after I arrived is that when you first try and move to another country, in your head, it's going to be like a long holiday. You know, <laughs> when you go on holiday for two weeks and you spend all your time eating in nice restaurants and visiting cool places and... Living without a care in the world? Yeah, I kind of thought it might be a bit like that. It's not like that at all. (laughs) That's not how it works. You know, you're not going to travel as much as you think you're going to. When I came to Japan, in my head, I was going to go and like travel every other weekend. I was going to go to a new city or, you know, I'm going to pop over to Korea or I'm going to go to Thailand or, you know, like, And I've done none of them things, to be honest. (laughs) I've been here eight years I've not been to any other Asian countries other than Japan. And even in Japan, I've not been that many places. I've been to like the major cities, but I've not really done as much traveling as I thought I were going to. And it's because you kind of get settled and it's not a holiday. You're not trying to fit everything in. But also, you know, life gets in the way of these things. There's a reason you pick two weeks every week to go on holiday. And it's not a constant thing. It's because life, you know, you've got things to do. You've got bills to pay can't just be swanning off whenever you fancy it. So yeah, I definitely thought I was going to travel more, but I didn't do that. And the other thing is that you get used to things uh, pretty quickly. Like when I first came here, everything's new. Everything's exciting. Everything's an adventure. You know, even gonna, the supermarket were weird and cool and interesting, but you know, eight years later, all that stuff's just normal, you know. Once you've seen one Japanese castle, you've basically seen them all. And you kind of lose that motivation to go and see everything because you've kind of already seen some of it, you know. And I'm not saying I don't enjoy going to a new place. That's not what I'm saying. It's like it doesn't have that same appeal as when you first get off the plane. That first, like, honeymoon year, everything's amazing. Everything's cool. Everything's the first time you've done something. But when it's the hundredth time you've done it, it's not that interesting. And eventually you run out of new stuff to do. So this is another thing that I didn't really think about because I just assumed every day I'd be on holiday. I'd do a bit of English teaching. At rest of the time, I'd be living some jet-setting lifestyle, but do not work like that. So that's something else that I learned. The next thing I learned is you have to learn to enjoy your own company. Now, Living in another country when you move on your own. I moved to from England to Japan on my own. Didn't know anybody. Just got on a plane with a suitcase full of clothes and like, okay, let's go. But it can be pretty lonely at first. I mean, just in general, living in another country can be pretty lonely because you're an outsider. People who live there have already got their friendship groups and, you know, they've already got an established group of friends that they hang out with. They're usually not trying to add people to that group all the time. So it can be kind of hard to make friends and it can be kind of hard to find people with similar, you know, wants, (laughs) needs and desires as you. Like maybe you're the kind of person that really enjoys, I don't know, going to watch football. Maybe there's not that many people around you that enjoy watching football where you are. So you have to get used to doing stuff on your own, And being okay with being on your own. You know, maybe you want to go visit that beach. Everyone else around you can't be arsed. They don't really fancy it. So, what are you going to do? Not go? Or you're going to go on your own and enjoy it. So, you have to get used to doing stuff on your own, which is really hard at first. For me, it was proper difficult. Because in England, I was always doing stuff with my mates. I never did anything on my own. Then I come to Japan and suddenly, like, it's a Tuesday afternoon. Everyone else is working. What am I going to do? Just sit in my house. No, I'm going to go out and do something weird because either that or I'm going to do nothing. So, yeah, it can be a bit hard because sometimes you find that you're the only one that wants to do that thing. So you're going to have to do it on your own and you're going to have to be all right with that. And yeah, that took some getting used to, to be honest. But you can learn to enjoy your own company. It'll be a lot easier for you. So it's good. Another thing that I found weird is that you end up missing stuff that you never would imagine that you would miss. And this can be like, you know, food. British food is basically terrible. I miss it. (laughs) You know, I miss having spaghetti on toast. I miss being able to buy vinegar in the shop. I miss prawn cocktail crisps, you know, like all this weird stuff that you take for granted in your own country. But now I can't get it. I proper miss it. And you wouldn't expect it. You wouldn't expect it, but I do. Uh, even though British food is terrible. Uh, <laughs> you, you end up missing like sights and sounds and smells that are normal for you when you grow up because they don't exist anymore. Like the first time I went back to England after I left, I think it was probably like 2018, 2017, something like that. I was surprised how green it was. I lived there my entire life. But then suddenly when you'd been away for a while and you went back, you're like, wow, this is, there's a lot of green and the green is really green. <laughs> Such a weird thing to say. I know. I know it's weird. But that's how I felt. I remember thinking like, oh, I don't remember it being this green. I don't remember this many trees. Yeah, it was kind of weird. that I missed that, and I didn't realize I was going to miss that. So that was weird. And cultural things. Just little cultural things that you take for granted. For example, here in Japan, if you're in a bar or a pub or a restaurant, and uh, somebody drops their drink, nothing happens. Nobody cheers, nobody shouts, way like they do in England. If you're in England and you're coming back from a bar and you drop your pint, the whole pub's going to be like, way, good job, mate. But that doesn't happen in Japan. <laughs> so when somebody drops their drink and I'm like, Yay! and I'm only one, I look like a dickhead. But there you go. Some weird cultural things that you never imagine that you're going to miss, but eventually you will. And that's all right. And the last thing, I've written down that is weird is friendships are a bit weird, aren't they? A bit, and they can be hard when you move away. Like at first everybody's trying their best to kind of keep the, the conversation going. If you like, you're sending messages, you're sending videos like half of your, half of your heart is still in the old place that you lived. And you know, the other half is trying to make friends and a new life where you are. So you kind of double dipping. in. You've got one foot in your own, in your old life and one foot in your new life for a while. And that can be tricky for time difference reasons. And it's pretty tricky to kind of maintain two different lives in a way, like trying to keep in touch with everybody from your old life, but also trying to build your new life because those two things drift further and further apart the longer it goes on. And it's not like personal. Nobody's doing it on purpose, but when you're living in a new country around new people and you've got less and less to talk about with people that you used to work with every day, you know, when you work together and you're living your life alongside each other, you've got loads of things to talk about. But when you're not that far, I mean, when you're not that close and you're much further away, it's, it's much harder to find things to talk about, you know, so that, that's tricky. And you'll find that friendships just naturally drift apart with distance. It's just how it is. Now, your proper mates, you know, your ride-or-die mates, they'll always be there. Whenever I go back to England and I see my proper mates, you know, like my brother or, you know, Phil, Liam, you guys don't know these people, but Phil, Liam, Sid, Obbo, if I see any of these people, it's like I never left. It's literally like we pick up like I never left, and they're proper mates. But, you know, the other mates that are, like, not as close, They get further and further away. And it's not a bad thing. It's not anybody's fault. It's just how life is. And I never expected that until I I actually dealt with it. Now it is what it is, you know. And I think it changed my attitude towards friendship. In England, friendship for me were like a family. Like You did everything with those people. Like like It's like the family that you pick. But actually, it's not like that. It is for some people, like your proper close friends, but everyone else it's just kind of people that you know at that time and it's kind of convenient and you you build some kind of common bond because it benefits you both. But when it doesn't benefit you both anymore, people tend to go their own ways. And you know what? That's all right. That That's fine. It's something that I wasn't prepared for, but then I've come to accept over the last eight years and... Yeah, it's a bit of a weird concept. Now, that was basically 15 minutes of me just chatting some thoughts in my head. Maybe some of this you can relate to. Maybe some of it you think, oh, he's just whining. He's just whinging about something. Maybe we were both right. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe that's just a different matter of perspective. But hopefully you got something useful from that. And it was basically like a little therapy session for me. So thanks for listening. <laughs> anyway, I'd love to know your thoughts. If you are living overseas at the moment and you can relate to some of this, let me know in the comments. And if you've never lived overseas, what is something that you think is surprising on that list? You know, what is something that you think, wow, well, I never would have expected that. It'd be interesting to know. So if you're on YouTube or Spotify, leave me a note in the comments. Other than that, Thanks a lot for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. And if you could do me a favor and review this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, it really helped me. That's how you get more people listening to the podcast. And yeah, I'd proper appreciate that. But thanks for listening today. That's it for this one, and I'll catch you in the next one. See you. There.